welcome to another episode of Cool Story Hunt. Woo. I'm Vi. <laughs> and I'm Lizzie. Oh, every time we say it, it's been a hot minute. But, well, we're busy. So we I've busy. got some exciting news to announce. Yay! If in, well, if you're anywhere. There's an open call for Call Ash Garden, which is an international exhibition, and applied to have it come to Dundee. So I'm curating and running it and... Go, go at the Botanic Gardens. So, if you want to submit something to it, then uh, you can get more information from the College Garden Instagram. Um, Super easy to find. You can just search the words yeah. College Garden, or it's uh, at the underscore College underscore Garden. Yeah. So super easy, and deadline for submissions is June seventh, and then the garden will be on from the sixth to the 14th of July with an opening night on the 5th of July Yay. from 6 to 9pm. Lovely, some drinks. So if you're on the area, please come, it'll be really good. It should be a good time. And yes. we're all very proud of Ari and excited to see how it goes. Woo. And also, if you check out the Instagram, see the posters, I made those. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so I did the so, I mean, Yes, did Ari the did the college and I did the poster, yeah. So we did Fabulous. well. Fabulous. Good time. So um, if you've never listened to us before, the basic premise of our podcast is that me and Vary are quite uh, opposing people uh, despite this we're very good friends we've uh, lived together for the last two years uh, just finished from the same degree or in the same friend group and have known each other five years now um, but with this in mind we have very different likes and dislikes um, and so this is a podcast where we explain one thing to the other that they might not have come across otherwise fabulous <laughs> I'm getting you're real get- good yeah, at that really good at it <laughs> So this week it's my turn. Wait. Uh, last week Lizzie did Costa Concordia, so yes. you should go listen to that if you haven't already. I think we should stop saying weeks because it's never weeks. But yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> last time. Last time. <laughs> um, and yeah, so this time I'm gonna do it on horror films because Lizzie doesn't like horror films. I fucking hate them. And I love horror films. <laughs> Once a week I meet up with Caitlin and we eat ice cream and watch a horror film. So I've seen a lot of horror films. <laughs> um, so I have some Insta stories what horror films do people like Ooh. and i was like oh what's your favorite horror film and everyone was like all these like old or something pretentious and i'm like that is not scary do you just do you like cheesy ones i'm I like scary ones <laughs> and people are Sorry. like oh yeah my favorite film is the original halloween or whatever and i'm like okay okay yeah it's it's okay i watched the original halloween for the first time the other day and it was shit you said that to me you came home and you're like it was shit there was it wasn't scary yeah it was like the music was good but there was a lot of like anti-feminism things in it and i was like was it not made in the 70s i thought it was the 80s but i think it's quite an old one now yeah so like people were saying all these old ones that are like critically acclaimed and i was like yeah that's very good and all but yeah, cause like, not what I'm about. Yeah, because I know like Gene Wilder, but like that's like classic B movie horror and for the UK. So that's like, uh, off. It's you know it's like it's that like off brand, off like offbeat comedy that's in the edge of horror. Well, I've got a list of horror about. films that are Lizzie safe because they're not scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to clarify. Uh, I'm all right with jump scares. I'm fine with gore because I know it's not real. It's when they're psychological and get in your brain. <laughs> can't do yeah, that. I just can't imagine you watching any any horror film at all. But anyway, so ones that I'm not really going to mention because Lizzie would be able to watch them are things like Silence of the Lambs. Really, really good. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to see Shout that. Shout out to Lizzie Hendry if you're listening because she likes it. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's really good. Nice one, Lizzie. Um, 
Have you seen it before? No. No, no, it's on my... It's, it's safe. I think it's on my Netflix queue, actually. Yeah, it's it's Lizzie safe. Lizzie safe. I'll nothing, get around to nothing it. Nothing scary happens in it. And, I won um, several Oscars, so. I'm also not going to mention Get Out, because I think you should watch that as well. Yeah, and people have consistently and told me to watch that. I recently that. went to go see Us which is the new film by him by Jordan Peele yes and it's very good okay. but they're both they're both like scary but it's also like all the symbolism and stuff that you can read about after you've seen it but we can watch Get Out in the Flat one night yeah but very good definitely we should because it's it. on Netflix as well and now. I didn't want to like spoil the no you, so. thank you I appreciate it. anyway that. and with all that said uh, there will be spoilers in this which so, is fine which for is me which is fine for <laughs> but if you are just if you're into horror movies maybe not um, for you well, maybe for you. Maybe for maybe you. Maybe for you. If you maybe actually, already. it'll make people, if they're like me and don't like the psychological horror film, it'll make them go, "Oh no, it's fine because I know what's going to happen now, yeah. and therefore it might not affect me as much, and it might make me be interested in the genre." This might be a great thing, Barry. You might really turn yeah. me on to horror films in the next, okay, in right, next thirty anyway, minutes. The top horror films that are Lizzie safe are "Let the Right One In," which is a uh, Swedish maybe. I know Scandi- that name. I think Scandi- I've heard of it. Horror film, which isn't scary. It's about vampires, but it's like kids. <laughs> it's like really cute and it's fine. Um, and then "A Quiet Place" with Jim from The Office. Oh yeah, not John scary, but good. Um, Berlin Syndrome, which is about a girl that's like kidnapped in Berlin, but it's like it's not it's not great. But it's 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 Lizzie safe. It's Lizzie safe, okay. Um, it comes at night. I went to go see that at DC. Nothing happened. It was about zombies, but you didn't even see the zombies. <laughs> Shit. Uh, personal shopper. It's we've got Kirsten Stewart in it. Kirsten, Chris- no, Kristen Stewart. Kristen. Twilight Kristen Stewart. Twilight, yes, and she thinks she can see ghosts, but like nothing really happens in that either. And then uh, split with James, James Mankavoy. Oh, so James Mankavoy, but I know, yeah. It's James good, Mankavoy. but it's not scary. Well, it's not not scary, but it's like you're, you'll be fine. Okay. And um, Pan's Labyrinth. Wait, another one I've always wanted yeah. to see and just oh, never, really, never got really to. Really, really, really good. Really, really the, good. The other one that I sometimes pair with that is Bridge to Terabithia. Okay, they're totally different. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. not even a little bit similar. It's it's creepy, but it's not scary. Okay. I watched it when I was like ten. Okay, um, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Um, so I also don't like gore at all. So like, I've seen the first Saw because uh, I've heard there was a big twist in it. And I like films with twists. But other than that, I've not seen any other Saws because I don't like that kind of thing. And I also went to go see a film called Green Room and someone in it gets their hand slammed in the door. Ooh. And like so much so that like you can see the bone and stuff. And I was like, Ooh. Oh. Oh. It, was, like it was a bit much. <laughs> but then the rest of the film's fine. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of the gore. But the first horror film that I got me into was Women in Black, which I know you've seen. I have seen. I went to see that in the cinema. <laughs> so did I. Hey! What, you must have been about the same age as me, like 12 or something. Well, yeah, because it was... There's no, 13, no, 13 we were, we're older because it was... This is how much of a Potterhead I am. It well, was at the time. Um, it was the first movie that Daniel Radcliffe did out Potter, with Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was before the last one came out. So it was between... It was either between the last two movies or just after Deathly Hallows Part 2 I came remember out. being like 13, 14 because I went to the cinema on my own and it was a big thing. I went, Yeah, I went with my friend Josie. Yeah. We did you find ourselves. it scary? Um, no, I found it fun more than anything because really? it was just jump scares. Yeah. And it was like... It was like almost like... It was almost like you like I love roller coasters, so I kind of associated that like I'm that surprised for me. you don't like horror films then. But, well, that one I was like I went because Daniel Radcliffe was in it, and uh, it was also a twelve, so I knew yeah, nothing was going to happen. I don't happen. think it should have been a twelve. Man, nothing happens. I don't know. Lo- loads of kids kill themselves. There's a there's a bit <laughs> near the beginning that bit. <laughs> where he turns on the tap, 
and mud comes out but it's a big like noise and everyone in my row screamed oh yeah yeah and i'm like so that was where it all began and then i was all i was on the horror film train but then i've not seen like many old ones because they're not scary and i'm not in it for that but what do you think is scary well like old ones are like they're just like creepy they're not like i'm not like can you just see through them can you just see through the effects yeah because it's like yeah like it's just not as okay this is not convincing for you it may be if you'd seen them as they came out then they would be more scary i understand i understand so i thought i'd run through the top horror film cliches Oh, nice! Oh, this do you is good. Do you have any anything that you can guess? Um, I have nine things. Um. Oh, the the murderer like phoning. Um. Oh, I've not got that one. That's always that's they always see that in like comic relief stuff. I don't know okay. why. Um. I think that's from Scream. Yeah. Or or them them everyone in the audience being like, he's behind you like a panto. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. That's so my number one one is a dark basement. Oh, which is in every every single horror film. But it's, even it's always scary. Yeah, always scary. But even and there's a The Conjuring two, which is in the UK. And we don't even have basements in the UK. And they had a basement, and it was in. You're kidding! Like it was set in the UK. And, uh-huh, and it was set in like you know how those houses that are everywhere over the UK they're like grey, um, terrace houses. Oh, so it was just an average suburban house. Yeah, and I was like, none of these houses will have basements. No. And they had a scary basement in it, and I was like, mm. Inaccurate. And it was also filled with water. Inaccurate. And I was like, I don't know, I didn't know. Well, actually, like. well, if we did have basements in the UK, that's probably what would happen to them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also like just after wartime, and I was like, we wouldn't have basements oh, we after wartime. Were, no, it's got the fucking time for that. No, I know. So, also, next one is girls naked or not very, wearing very much for no reason. Okay. And Halloween, OG Halloween. It's full of that. Full of that. I love a bit of objectification of, of women, isn't it's it? It's like, Class. and they're always, everyone, every girl in it was like, oh, it's just, where have my clothes gone? And so. I've just been ripped to shreds. Yeah. Um, third one is parents not believing children. Oh. Oh. All the time. Or in teenagers being played by adults. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Um, Solid movie cliche, generally, yeah. that one. Uh, fourth one, let's split up. Oh, every film, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. especially in things like Cabin in the Woods and ones like that. Is that a Jennifer Lawrence one? No, but that one is good. Mm, that's I can't remember one I any, I can't, I can't, That is good. Again, I think you'd probably manage that. Mm. Um, I'd like to watch that again. We should watch that. We should have watched I that one. I think that one's on Netflix as well. Um, black character always dies. <laughs> Oh no! I, I see. I was I was watching these film these uh, YouTube videos of like top ten movie cliches, and I was like, mm, I don't really think that's as much of a thing now. But then I'm like, it kind of is. But like, yeah. uh, Get Out and Us and stuff is like really like changing that up, which is good. But like sh- that happens in The Shining and like loads of films. Um, uh, no phone signal. Um, oh yeah, we're too far out. Can't yeah. Find anybody? Uh, hiding under the bed or uncovered with the slats. That no one has. Oh. So they're like looking through the slats. Oh, like yellow. Yeah, so those wardrobes with like yeah, no oh, one the has wardrobes those. that look like French windows. Yes, I know exactly. Looking through them, uh, based on a true story. Literally every single horror film these days has that, including like any James Wan film. The war, like, do you know who the Warrens are? So do you remember when I was talking about Amityville Horror? And we were talking about the family in the house. That's the Warrens. No, the Warrens are like these couple that go and investigate things. But they like investigated both the films that The Conjuring is based on and the Annabelle. But actually, I'll show you. Have you seen Annabelle, like what the doll looks like? 
No. So and I actually saw Annabelle for the first time the other day because there's a new one coming out, which I want to go see. But the original Annabelle doll looks like a soft toy, (laughs) and the one in the film looks like a demon. (laughs) So wait, so Annabelle was based on a. Yeah, so they so they they've got like a museum in their house, which which is all these like possessed items, and one of them is the that's Anna- the Warrens. Yeah, that's the this. Warrens. But they had to close their museum because they were getting like too many people, horror fans coming. So that's the doll in the film. Right. Yeah, it's a bit creepy. A bit creepy. It's also like the size of like a seven-year-old. Oh, oh, worse, yeah. worse, <laughs> worse. And that's the real one. Oh, it's cute. That just is a rag doll. I know. It's got like ginger hair and like cute wee face, and they have it locked in a cabinet because it's so demonic. Guys, have a wee Google of this because it's quite staggering <laughs> yeah. the difference. So yeah, everything based on a true story, especially all the things with the words. But loads of um, people have come out and said that like, what they're just like money makers. But um, anyway, wouldn't shock me to be honest. Okay, and then my last shade is villain never dies, like in Halloween and. Like oh, wait, so the person gets away and, with yeah, it. And... So then, like, they always come back. So, yeah, top film, horror, cliches. There's a podcast I really like called uh, Horny for Horror. And they, like. <laughs> Great name. Yeah, <laughs> so they, like, uh, count how many times, like, that happens in a film or do a drinking Oh, stuff, nice. So it's quite funny. So, I thought I would talk you through a few films that I know you're never going to see. And this is where the spoilers come in, I assume. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I thought I'd do it. Oh yeah, I'm never gonna yeah, watch you're it. Never gonna watch it. <laughs> so based on the Stephen King book, do you know anything about it already? Um, I know it's the clown, and I know he hides in the drains, and he steals the children. It's a quite an older book now, and it's been made into a film a couple of times before yeah. this reboot recently. So I'm gonna do the reboot because I saw it recently, and it's kind of fresh in my head. So sounds good. It's 1988. Uh. This boy called Bill gives his six-year-old brother, Georgie, a boat to play with in the rain outside. And he's running along the road and he's following the boat. And then, oh no, the boat goes into a drain. Oh no! And then Pennywise, the clown, his eyes are in the drain. You've probably seen yeah, that kind of scene. Images. And then, which I didn't know, like this was like such a shock to me. So he go, the boy goes to get the boat back because the clown's handing it to him. And then the clown bites his arm off. What? I know, I know. I was literally watching it like, that's not what I, I thought he would like be pulled down. But he like goes to put his, and then he gets these big teeth and bites his arm off. And so then the wee boy like is flung back and he's like lying on the ground with an arm With gone, an arm missing. And all this blood like splurting from his arm. And he's like screaming and then the clown comes and eats him. What? So the clown <laughs> gets out of a manhole and is like, right, here we go guys. He just like drags him out he's like, I'm eating him. Holy shit! I know. I was, it was like because I thought I've seen that so many times. Like the clown. Being I thought like, then the movie Hello. was like them trying to get their brother back. It is, but he's so dead from the beginning. Yeah. Wait. So then they think, oh, Pennywise has got my brother. We're gonna go get him. Uh-huh, but he doesn't. But he's, he's always been, he's, he's been dead the whole time. Yeah, he's been oh, dead the whole time. Extra sad. Fucking yeah. hell. So, and then cut to the following summer, the brother. And his friends are like, I wonder where my brother is. Oh, so they're like, they've they've been saying he's been missing for the Uh last year. Yeah, yeah. And so they've been like looking for him and stuff. And um, so the brother's still like obviously like really upset about it. So is his parents, blah, blah, blah. So then the boys decide to go looking for his brother at... And then, oh, while this is happening, 
people keep mentioning, oh, Susie Lou from B12 has also gone missing and like things like that. So there's like loads uh, so there's of like kids. little like background of like yeah, there's quite a few kids, kids that have missing. also disappeared. Yeah, around the same age range. Yeah, and part of the thing with it is that it's like apparently the demon or whatever he is is like makes the adults less like aware. Like oh, so like they're not like as they're like desensitized almost yeah. like a foggy foggy cloud is over yeah, there yeah so they're not like as hyped about it <laughs> as hyped. and then also they're like i think someone uh, told me that it's like the clown makes the adults like be bad as well because like all the adults are shitty in this yeah. um so yeah so where was i so they decide to go look for the brother and uh it's like where the river is and you know where the they're like big human-sized pipes Big human-sized pipes. That, yeah, like are like the drains. Yeah, yeah, them. They decided to go there because he fell. They presume he fell through the storm drain. Oh, because that's where they left him. Like, yeah. Like, so right. that's what they think, and they go there and then they find the shoe of uh, another wee girl, and they're like, "Oh no!" And one of the boys is like, "Ha ha ha!" And then they're all like, "Why are you laughing?" And that—that's the scene. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> and then while this is happening, they're also getting bullied by. A group of older boys. You're um, by <laughs> no, actually, they're that. This is quite good for being actual children. Do you know who's in it? The boy from Stranger Things. Oh, that's yeah. The annoying one. I know that really saved a lot for us as well. <laughs> and then one of the older the bro the bullies gang, mm. like kind of chases them through the pipes, and then he gets attacked by Pennywise and killed. Great. Okay, cut to this girl called Beverly Mar- Marsh, who is sexually abused by her dad. Oh. I know, fabulous. What the hell? Um, and she's kind of on the outskirts of society because people think she's like promiscuous, but she's actually not because she's 12. <laughs> oh my God. And, hell. Uh, 18, 1989, what are you up to? Yeah, so then she also joins the group and then both two boys in the group kind of fancy her. Oh. Um, and then later the group befriends a guy called Mike uh, after defending him from the bullies. And then after this, each member of the group goes through a horrific um, manifestation of the clown. So he like appears to them as what they find scariest. Oh, no! I know. So one of the most terrific bits is the girl is in the bathroom and then she's cutting her hair and the clown the, makes blood come out through the tap like up through the drain yeah but, like so much blood that it's covering the whole bathroom oh my god like kind of like in the shining if you've ever seen that with the elevators and the blood i've also never seen the shining the whole way through okay lots of <laughs> well that's the thing from that so it's probably like reference to that oh, okay and then she's like screaming the place down her dad comes in going what's up sweetie and he can't see the blood oh my so she's god like, <sighs> and then but then all the her friends come and help her clean it up because they can see it. They can see it, um, and then other one. That's nice. That they yes, can help her. It is a, what other another one's afraid of germs, so he sees like a diseased, rotting man. Another one sees like a creepy painting come to life. Hers is the worst one. That's definitely pretty um, awful. Oh, and the boy that lost his brother sees his brother. Um, that's yeah, not great either. <laughs> not good. Uh, so now they're calling themselves the Losers Club, and they realise that they're all seeing the same kind of thing, right. and they call it. it. Well, the movie gets the same. Uh, um, so they say the name of the movie in the movie. Yeah. Love it. And it's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> love, uh, love it. Uh, uh. <laughs> and um, 
one of them goes to the library a lot and they've discovered that he awakens every 27 years to feed on the children before returning to hibernation hibernation i know fucking hell all right it's a bear um and he moves about they work out that he's using like the sewer lines to like get from place to place and does he have to eat a certain amount of kids before he can go back into hibernation or i think so but what's bizarre about this is so they eventually in a bit go in the sewers and look for him and he has like this big massive pile of things Mm. that he's collected from kids and then all these floating kids around this big pile who are not dead Oh my god. And so then they come back to life at the end. Oh. I've jumped ahead a bit, but it's fine. Oh, that's fine. But it's like, why did he eat the boy then? Why? What was he keeping them for? I don't know if they were just like, he was just going to eat them one day. Yeah, he was just like, maybe he had the opportunity to abduct an entire nursery group and he was like, well, pop you here for a bit because yeah, I can't eat you all at once. Yeah. But then it's kind of shit. It's like his pantry. It kind of, at the end, you're kind of thinking that the boy's going to come back, but he doesn't. Uh, oh, it's false hope. Mm. Yeah, so it's a bit like, oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so before that, um, she confronts her abusive dad. Um, and then I think she, like, kills her dad. Wait, what? <laughs> the 12-year-old girl? Yeah, she, like, hits him over... Well, he, like, tries to rape her again, and he, she hits him over the head and dies. Oh, And then nice. she's uh, abducted by, by the clown. Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> Fucking hell, what turn of events. they, like, are trying to get her back. So they go to this creepy house to rescue her. And this is the bit where they all go, let's all split up. <laughs> yeah. Scooby-Doo. And so then there's a lot of it, a scene where they're like running about the house trying to trying to get her and yeah. trying to get him. And then eventually they go down this well uh, to go get her. But before that, Pennywise um, takes, this is like a really long film by the way, it's like two and a half hours long. It takes over the... I also heard there's like a second part coming out. There is. Fucking hell. So it's like there's... Uh, the main bully guy gets kind of like possessed by the the clown and then kills his family and then... Oh my god. <laughs> tries to kill all these kids but then they manage to kill him and then they go down the well to get to the drain to get to the girl. Oh my god. And so how do they how do they save the day by getting how do they free all these kids? Uh the girl uh returns to consciousness after Ben kisses her. Ew. Obviously. Obs. <laughs> um oh they just all kind of attack him I think. But then one is like Georgie the like the wee boy that dies appears and then the older brother realizes that it's just the clown and he like attacks him. Oh. Because he like realizes it's a disguise. I think it's basically they're just like we're not afraid of you anymore. Um, good classic coming of age we can do this sort of moment oh and after finding George the, the boy's raincoat he finally accepts his brother's death oh that's a shame um, yeah I think they're just all like um, we, we, we're better than you we can do this yeah but power. he just like disappears um, he doesn't so that's why they're doing a part two because he's yeah, not he's they not, haven't killed him or anything he like just disappears he's not like he's gone back into hibernation for a hot minute yeah and then as the summer ends the group, um, what Beverly has a vision where they saw them fighting them as adults, and so then they swear that they'll come back as adults to destroy the creature once and for all. And that's what part two is. That's what part two is. Hey. Yeah. Fine. Well, that's safety two and a half hours. I bloody did. Yeah. And it okay. doesn't sound very good to be honest. No, it's it's actually really good. But yeah. it's like see how you say it out loud, and you're like, and then the clown. Do you know what I mean? The it's clown like, disappears. It's so funny. I got my like synopsis as from uh, Wikipedia and it's so like matter of fact and it's like and then this happened 
got another one. Well, I'll try and do quicker. Okay, so this is Ghost Stories, which is probably my new favourite horror film. It's on Netflix. So good. Is what? it a Netflix original movie? Or? No, it's not. It's so good. I'd never saw it at the cinema. And then I was just... Um, my boss uh, at the time said you should watch it. And then me and Caitlin watched it. And it, oh. it was really good. Okay, so Martin Freeman's in it. Oh, I love Martin Freeman. Oh, wait! You, I saw this advertised and it was advertised as like a British... It was as a take on British B-movie horror but if it's, or, not, it's not but, B-movie, it's terrifying. Well, that's the thing, though. Yeah, that's, that's what it was, like, advertised as, but then it, people were saying it was actually quite scary and stuff. Because I was tempted yeah. by it because the cast was so yeah, good. Yeah, because I kind of thought it was kind of going to be, like, ooh, like, not that. scary, like, like good, but, like, more of a thriller. Mm. But no, terrifying. So, uh, and so basically, there's this guy, and he's got a really strict father, and he threw his stepsister out and for dating a South Asian man. Uh, And as an adult, um, this boy, Philip, is lonely and single. He's a well-known professor and television presenter who debunks uh, psychics and mediums. Nice. Okay. Uh, Which he's regarded as his life's work uh, in order to stop people's lives being ruined by superstition um, the way his family were. Ah, okay. So... That's the start of the film. And then uh, the start of the film starts by he's like, I just, I love the way it's shot and everything. It's just really good. Like, he's like, as if he's, he's like talking to the audience as mm. if he's like presenting the TV show oh. about the debunking the psychic. So he's like in, in a theatre and he debunks the psychic, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then it just cuts to him and he receives a invitation from this famous a paranormal investigator that he's like loved for his whole life like looked up to him but he's gone missing um for d- decades and now he lives in a caravan and uh, oh. so he goes to see him and the old man's like uh, oh you think you think it's not real like, oh. and he's like it's because it's, it's not real and he's like well that's what you think and he's like oh. i've got these three cases that can't be explained can't be explained that i want you to go Oh, and that's why it's called Ghost Stories, and then they go through the three yeah, ones. Okay, so the first case, it's a night watchman, and whose wife died of cancer, and who feels guilty that he stopped visiting his daughter, who suffers from locked-in syndrome, obviously. <laughs> and, obviously. Yeah, and so it, like it shows you him going to meet with the guy, and the guy being like, "You don't believe my story. <laughs> you don't believe my." And the guy's like, "No, tell me your story." And he's like, "I'll try and Okay, that. give me a pint first, and all that kind of thing. And so then it cuts to him. It shows you in the doing his job in the night. What is so? Uh huh. I didn't know that people get paid to watch abandoned buildings. Yeah. Did you know that? It's just to stop vandalism and people because people own the properties. It's but not. It's they're like, not abandoned. They're owned by people. I know, but it's like it's interesting, though, isn't it? It's creepy. Anyway, well, this one looks like a mental asylum, very, <laughs> very conveniently, or a hospital or something. Um. So he's in his wee office, like got the radio on, like bopping about. And um, he, like, is on the radio to this new guy that started being like, how are you getting on? And he's going, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And um, he's been like, all right, okay. Um, and then he's like, can you see? Have you had any weird things happening? And then it cuts out. And so then he goes out of his wee office to see if he can see anything. And then the radio comes on again. Mm. And he goes back in. 
and the door slams and anyway so he said he goes on this wild goose chase through this like kind of hospital asylum thing and it's like this wee girl and it's meant to be like his wee girl oh it's very creepy and it's like he goes into a room and it's like a room with it's kind of this is another classic horror film it's like everyone's like like covered in sheets and then it turns around and then she runs at him kind of thing so very scary Mm. and it's like I just ran through that really quickly, but it was really scary and creepy. It was scary for the audience as well. Scary and creepy, yes. Uh, so then the second ghost story is a teenager mm-hmm. called Simon Rifkind. I don't know if that's how you say it. Sure it is. And this is the boy that's in the Channel 4 series about the boy who's a psychopath. Hang on, because I recognised most of the cast when I saw this being advertised. I'm just going to have you. And he is so good. He's like amazing, really, really good. Alex Lothar. Yeah, and he's in. Um... Oh, the end of the fucking world. No. Is this is what he's oh, in. Oh yes, uh huh. Very good. He was excellent in this. Good. No. Oh, he's a year older than us. Uh-huh. Twenty-three. So he goes and visits him at his house, mm-hmm. and it's already a bit strange because he's like very, very anxious, and um, they go in, and his parents are like standing in the kitchen with their back to him, and he's kind of like hi and he's like don't worry about them like we'll go upstairs and then so they go upstairs and um he's like going into his own room and the guy's like um kind of wanders off up the next stairs and he sees a boy a, a like a figure go past oh and then the boy comes back and is like are you not coming in and he's like yeah and so then they go in and he's like locking all the doors on his thing and then while he's in there like people, his parents come to the door and like are you alright and stuff yeah. he's like yeah I'm fine and it's like okay and then he tells his story and he was like driving through the woods again very creepy and then he's like on his phone to his dad about I can't remember his dad was annoyed at him for like not getting into uni or going out drinking or something okay. so his dad's like shouting at him on the phone while he's driving and you're just like waiting on him to hit something mm-hmm. and then he hits something and it's this demon. The hell? I know. I was like worried it was going to be a person, but it was like a demon thing. And so then his car breaks down. Yeah. And it's in the seat behind him. Uh. And he's like, and then the demon says something like, don't move. And he goes, no fucking way. <laughs> and then runs out the car and the thing chases after him. So, yeah, of course you wouldn't. Good yeah. on it. Yeah. And uh, so that's the second case. So how how is his house with him weird because of that? I'll get to that. Oh, okay. Anyway, so although then the guy's like unsettled by this, mm. but he's not like he's not fully believing yeah, everything. Yeah. Still, right? Okay. So then it's the third case, and uh, yeah, so he just thinks that like both these guys have just like imagined it because of like mental illness kind of thing, mm-hmm. and so then the third case is like this big Martin Freeman, um. And he's like a banker in the city kind of guy. Uh, so he takes him on this big walk and he's hunting mm. through this, the, this like, looks like a glen. And so they're going off there and he's walking, he's telling them about it and he's saying that he was, um, he's plagued by like poltergeist. And as they're walking, he's turning behind him and he can see a green figure following them. And then he's like, what's that? And then it goes away. Martin Freeman can or? No, the, the guy, oh. the main guy. And so then when, what happens with Martin Freeman is he's telling his story that he was in, he lives in this big fancy modern house and his wife was away giving birth. I don't know why he wasn't there. And then he was in the, he thought he heard something upstairs mm. and he went up to the nursery 
and he's in the nursery and he's just walking about and then all of a sudden like all these nappies explode whoa yeah okay but in a not in a like creepy way and he's like whoa and then he like has this feeling that his wife has is dead oh no and then he turns around and like she like runs at him and she's dead oh okay and so then it cuts to them back in the glen and he's telling them about it and then uh, all of a sudden he turns around with a shotgun and shoots himself and kills himself and it's literally like dun 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 okay wow so now you couldn't see there but I had a very shocked face for a yeah. moment so this is you see why I like it so much it's so like yeah it's twists and turns you've got a horror aspect where you're just trying to solve the puzzle I yeah. like it so then he goes back to the caravan man mm-hmm. he started it all he started it all and the, ca- the caravan man pulls off his mask and it's actually the banker oh I know so the banker didn't kill himself no well Okay, so he pulls off the latex mask and then he pulls off, like, from the corner and they're actually not in the caravan. They're in... Where are they now? <laughs> what? I know, it's so bizarre. Where are they? Uh, so then, yeah, so then he pulls back the screen and they're on train tracks and the green man, the man in the green hoodie kind of thing, is standing over there. And he's like, remember him? Yeah. And he's like, No. I don't want to do this. And he's like, come with me. And they go through this wee bit to one of the manhole tunnels again. Hey, recurrent theme. And then he's like, no, I don't want to remember this. I don't want to remember this. I don't want to remember this. And it shows this horrific scene, uh, which is from his childhood, in which they watch two bullies entice a boy with learning needs into the drain. Um... And oh they say, and they put numbers on the set. So like, the the boy, the main boy in it, was bullied as well. Yeah. And so he'd already realized that it was a trick. Yeah. But he like let it happen. So oh. they put numbers inside the drain, and they said, "Oh, can go up to a hundred, but it doesn't go to a hundred. Oh. And then the boy had an asthma attack in the tunnel and died. Oh. And so this is like what's haunting him. Oh. Okay. And that's the the boy with the green hoodie. Right. Right. All full circle. Then we cut to the real world. The main character is lying in bed mm-hmm. with tubes in his mouth, and he suffers from lockdown syndrome. And all the after he attempted suicide in his car. All the characters and events experienced were inspired by the staff in the hospital oh. and the objects in the room. He so he's just imagining everything like he's not a psychologist. He's not like trying to debunk people or anything. It's just all all in his head. Yeah. So bet. So then, like some clean, would call that a cop out, but no, still. no. It's like it all fits together nicely. Like so, then the cleaner comes in, and the cleaner is the first guy that saw his daughter with lockdown mm. syndrome, and he's like, "How's it going, mate?" Blah blah blah, cleaning. And then the guy has a mirror, uh, like a mirror to see like what's going on in the room. Yeah. And he tilts it so it's out the window. And that out the window scene is one that's been popping up in the oh. film throughout. And he goes, oh, maybe that'll be a bit better for you, blah, blah, blah. And then the junior doctor comes in and it's the boy, the nervous boy. And he's all oh. nervous going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, oh. blah. And then the banker guy comes in and he's like an arsehole lead doctor. Ah. and he's like oh he can't hear us anyway blah 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 blah, vegetable blah blah blah, whatever and um yeah wow it's just like all like 
fits nicely together. Succinct and well done. And that's yeah. how it finishes. Yeah. Interesting. But it was like one that I was like thinking about for ages after. I need to watch it again and like see it all. Do you know what? Even though you've explained that full thing, I'd still be interested in watching that one, I think. Because yeah, it's very scary, the bits though. Yeah. But I just tied. What? I just tied. Yeah, we can watch it together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now to finish up, I thought I would do Barry's Horrible Awards. Oh my god, I love <laughs> it! What should we call it? Not the Oscars. It needs a better name. Um, um, the Cormax. The Cormax. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, best not believable or good in inverted in commas, but actually very good is any film by James Wan. Yay! <laughs> Which is um, so he like he was the writer of Saw, but then he does all the Conjuring films, um, The Nun, Annabelle. So I like his films a lot, but they're all very not good. Not good, but, but good. good. Yeah. If you want a cheesy horror movie, yeah. He's the man. He's the man. And he often plays a cameo. Oh, cool. Either like in like a photograph or something. Oh, I love things like that. So then I'm always like with Kate, like, there's James Wan. And she's like, who? You're <laughs> like, that guy. Yeah. That um, man. Okay, so best found footage film. Because there's that's like fucking hundreds. Hunters. Um, and OG Paranormal Activity. Have oh, you seen that? No, I thought you were going to be like OG, like the Blair Witch Project. Well, I was going to say Blair Witch Project, but I don't actually think it's very scary. Mm, interesting. So I was, enough for you. Yeah, like when I first mentioned, well, I kind of like looked up some symbolism about it, and I was like, maybe that's a bit more scary. But now you know the context. But yeah, like but by like, itself, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So I've, OG Paranormal Activity, best music in a horror film. It's a horror film called The Guest, who has oh that guy from Downton Abbey. That guy from Downton Abbey, and the music is very vaporwave eighties music. I listen to it all the time. Really like it. Um, film that people said was good but I didn't like <laughs> uh, The Witch but it's like the witch like double V and for W cool nothing happens in it she's a witch at the end nothing happens good times uh, best film with a deeper meaning Get Out or The Shining solid choices uh, best cinematography goes to Ghost Stories nice uh, best vintage horror Psycho have you seen that no that's, that's another you could one watch that. yeah you could I could watch, watch that yeah. it's really good Really good. It made me scared to stay in hotels by myself, but it's good. That's fair. Uh, best actress goes to Tony Collette. Is it called? Yeah, Collette? Tony Collette. In Hereditary. That's another one that I was... Because we were talking about that. Scary. Scary. Not good scary. Bad scary. I don't know. It's another one that I was like watching it through like my fingers and I was like, what is happening? Because I, I would like I to see it because it it's um, Alex Wolf is the boy in that. And Nat Wolf is his brother, who I oh, yeah. really, really like Nat Wolf stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe... Because I, I was like, oh, you know, they both started acting at the same time. Yeah. Maybe he'll be as good. But he looked like... It looked like, like acting-wise, it was incredible. But like, Yeah, it was like, she was amazing. Yeah. She was really good. Best TV series, Haunting on Hill House. 10 out of 10. It's on Netflix. What is that? So scary. Every episode is amazing. Every episode's an hour. And it's, so it's like a 10-hour long horror film. And it all... Each piece fits together perfectly. So good. So, so good. <laughs> I could never do a 10 hour long horror film. Yeah, I might but collapse. It's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. Like, me and Caitlin watched it like, in about three, what, three sittings. Okay. And it was just like, it was so every much. time I went to my bed, I was like, I'm just so scared. Oh my God. So it was really good. Fucking hell. And then, best foreign language film. Uh, I actually found this hard to pick because I haven't seen a lot of foreign language horror films but veronica is good it's on netflix it's a true story as well but like 
it's meant to be quite close to the true story. Where, where is that from? Spain. Oh, nice. And then I also like let the right one in. And I've not seen the orphanage, but apparently it's good. So I just thought I'd mention it. Cool. Ta-da! Well, that was a, indeed a cool story, hun. Thanks. All right, I'm intrigued. And I think I will watch ghost stories, even though yeah, you said the plot. So I think it good. sounds like the scary parts are worth the cinematography and the yeah, acting and the so skill alone. Yeah, it's so good. I loved everything about it. Because I, I'm, like, I'm like a good little film geek sesh of like yeah. just being overwhelmed by the construction of a movie. So that yeah. sounds... Sounds um, decent. I will never, ever, ever watch Itch, and, and that is fine. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of films that, like, literally, I'm watching one a week, so I've seen so many. But, like, uh, like Babadook's really good. The Others is good. Babadook the gay icon? What? Have you never seen that? No. Hang on. Babadook's, like, a metaphor for depression. <laughs> oh, my God. Lizzie's showing me a thing, and it's Babadook holding a gay, gay prize flag. Uh, the Babadook, how the horror movie monster became a gay icon. Top hatted ghoul has been hailed as an LGBT figure in corners of social media after it was jokingly floated on Tumblr that he was gay. Oh, I think you could watch Babadook. I don't think I could. <laughs> There's like lots of kind of creepy poetry in it, like don't be shook, don't be got by the Babadook and all that kind of thing. I don't want to be got by the Babadook. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> she good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, you'll have to let me know what you think of ghost stories. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch Get Out for next time, and then we can talk about that. Maybe, yeah. Because Get Out's really good. I think I think I would watch ghost stories with you or with somebody else. Or yeah, I could watch ghost stories. Again. Um. Well, no. Thanks so much for that, Barry. Is there no problem. Anything else you've been liking at the moment? Yeah, uh, I've late? been binge watching Catfish. <laughs> you have been. I came into that today. That was good. I do love Catfish, though. It is great. Yeah, it's really good. And Lizzie brought her Wii to Dundee, so we've been playing Mario Kart, which has been good. Yeah, we played Mario Kart today. That was good fun. And then I've been busting through a couple of a couple of games I've not not seen in a couple of years. Actually, You're the such game. A gamer girl. I know. I'm so cool. So edgy. Wow. Just give me a bandana. Um, I was uh, one of the games uh, Zach and Wiki. I was playing a couple like I've basically got through that in the last two days and um when i put it in i was like oh what's the like the last save file on this there's a save file from 2012 which is the last time i played it and then the youngest save file on it was from 2009 and i was like oh whittle me (laughs) (laughs) so not changed no it was quite it was hilarious i was like wow that's it's funny that when you forget you forget how old these systems are now 2007 that console came out well anyway uh well we'll see you again soon guys yes. uh thanks so much for listening thank uh, you for listening and uh, recommend to a friend yeah please do rate us on itunes you can rate us on itunes um we're now available love thanks to the lovely people at anchor uh you can listen to us on spotify itunes uh google play stitcher pocket casts um and many many other places if there's anywhere that you listen to a podcast specifically that you would like us to be available on so you don't have to awkwardly find us on a different site uh, you can go to our page on Anchor and request for us to be featured on a specific website and yes. they and the lovely people at Anchor can sort that out for you anyway guys thanks so much thank, for, you. thank you so much for listening bye. and we'll see you again soon bye bye